0: You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion Series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Job chapter 28, verses 1 through 13. People exert effort to mine for minerals and gems, but neglect wisdom. Job stops his defense of his innocence to ponder the concept of wisdom. And this shows us that in spite of all that has happened to him, Job is still God-centered in his thinking. By changing the topic to wisdom, he's hinting to his friends, who consider themselves wise, that perhaps they should admit that God's wisdom in his dealings with people is beyond their comprehension. What is biblical wisdom? It is more than knowledge, which is nothing more than data. Computers have data. In Finnish, a computer is called a knowledge machine but no one would call a computer wise. Wisdom is the ability to know what to do with knowledge. It's the correct use of knowledge, its application to life. For God, it refers to his ability to accomplish all his purposes in the best way, as we often say, for his glory and our good. For people, it's skill and ability to live well. And this is why the starting point must be the fear of God. Only when we understand who he is and we bow and worship, can we begin to live in a way that honors him and fears displeasing him? This was the lesson Job needed to learn, and indeed, the lesson we all must learn. He compares the effort exerted by people to mine for the treasures of the earth, for minerals like silver, gold, iron, and copper, or gems like lapis lazuli. He describes processes we'd be surprised that the ancients understood, Unless we believe that Adam and Eve were very intelligent, and that when they fell spiritually in the Garden of Eden, that there were true losses, and after the flood it took some time for these things to be relearned. In the book of Genesis chapter 4 there is already a reference to craftsmen in bronze and iron. So far from being grunting cavemen, the first people were highly intelligent. Job says, There is a mine for silver and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the earth, and copper is smelted from ore. Mortals put an end to the darkness. They search out the farthest recesses for ore in the blackest darkness. Far from human dwellings they cut a shaft in places untouched by human feet. Far from other people they dangle and sway. The earth from which food comes is transformed below as by fire. Lapis lazuli comes from its rocks. And its dust contains nuggets of gold. No bird of prey knows that hidden path, no falcon's eye has seen it. Proud beasts do not set foot on it, no lion prowls there. People assault the flinty rock with their hands and lay bare the roots of the mountains. They tunnel through the rock, their eyes see all its treasures. They search the sources of the rivers and bring hidden things to light. Look at some of those phrases. Silver mines, refined gold, copper smelted from ore, shafts cut in blackest darkness, gold dust and nuggets, and tunneling through rock. And this is exactly how it is done. But Job is not just saying this to impress us. He contrasts this effort people make to get these useful, necessary, and beautiful things, which will not last, to the seemingly minimal effort people go to, in their search for the true treasures of wisdom and understanding. He asks, but where can wisdom be found? Where does understanding dwell? No mortal comprehends its worth. It cannot be found in the land of the living. People don't search for it because they don't understand its value. They don't see it as a treasure. Verses 14-19, through where wisdom is not found. Before he answers the question of where wisdom can be found, he tells us where it is not found. It's not in the depths of the sea. It cannot be purchased at any price, with fine gold or silver, or gems of onyx, lapis lazuli, topaz or crystal. Coral and jasper aren't even worth mentioning. The price of wisdom is beyond rubies. We hear this from Solomon as well in Proverbs 313 13-15, where he personifies wisdom as a woman. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies, nothing you desire can compare with her. And again in Proverbs 8, 10 and 11, choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold, for wisdom is more precious than rubies and nothing you desire can compare with her. Tremendous effort, vigorous and demanding work is made to obtain these treasures. We should do as much in our search for wisdom. Proverbs 2, 3-6 tells us, Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Then he mentions two places Kush, also known later as Ethiopia, which is the source of Tophaz, and Ophir, which was known in the ancient world for its high quality gold. We don't know its location now. It is mentioned early in Genesis ten twenty nine, and Job mentioned it in chapter twenty two verse twenty four. It's also the source of gold for Solomon's temple, which David acquired before he died. 1 Chronicles 29, 3 and 4 says, Besides, in my devotion to the temple of my God, I now give my personal treasures of gold and silver for the temple of my God, over and above everything I have provided for this holy temple. 3,000 talents of gold, gold of Ophir, and 7,000 talents of refined silver, or the overlaying of the walls of the buildings. Verses 20 to 22. Again, where is wisdom to be found? Job asks the question again. Since we aren't making an effort to find it, and he's told us where it is not found, where is it? Where then does wisdom come from? Where does understanding dwell? It is hidden from the eyes of every living thing, concealed even from the birds in the sky. Destruction and death say only a rumor of it has reached our ears. Neither the living nor the dead can find it. We only understand it faintly, like a rumor. It's not to be found by natural or theoretical knowledge. If God chooses not to reveal it, we remain in ignorance. And that is why scripture is referred to as the revelation of God, or revealed scripture. We would know nothing about God, our world, why we are here, or why Jesus came if God didn't reveal it to us. Theology is unlike any other science, which is why it's called the Queen of Sciences. Every other ology, like biology, geology, archaeology, etc., that we can study is beneath us, in that we can look at things under a microscope and try to figure them out. But God is above us. He can't be placed under a microscope and studied such a God would not be worthy of worship. Deuteronomy 29, 29, tells us, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. Anything we know of him, he has been pleased to reveal to us. Verses 23 to 28, the answer to the question. Finally, after three rounds of deba- debates, the answer only God knows. God understands the way to it and he alone knows where it dwells, for he views the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. Here he ties in God's wisdom with his omniscience. God is all-knowing because he is all-seeing. Nothing is hidden from him. The omnis, omnipotence, which is all power, omniscience, all-knowing, and omnipresence, everywhere present, are three attributes that belong to God alone. Then Job describes aspects of God's power and wisdom in creation in relation to weather. And finally he concludes with the answer to where wisdom is found. Yes, it is found in God, but it doesn't remain there. He has revealed it to us. And he said to the human race, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is understanding. Again, that simple equation, trust and obey. Trust, fear of the Lord, and obey, to shun or turn away from evil. But although it's simple, it isn't necessarily easy. Then we must leave the unanswered questions to God and submit to His will. Scarlet Threads So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or an application to the gospel do we find in this chapter? Job concluded that wisdom is found in the fear of the Lord and obedience to Him. For a follower of Christ, He is our wisdom. It is because of Him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. And my goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Therefore, the pursuit of wisdom is found in pursuing Christ. He is the hidden treasure worth searching for and the pearl of great price that we should sell all to obtain. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Job chapter 29. May God bless the study of his word.